Welcome to the Philosophy of Fighting Podcast with your hosts, Arturo and Anu. All right, guys, we're on episode 58, and we've got a special guest today. Definitely a fan favorite, Brian Persky. What's good, Brian? Going on, boys. Returning customer. Yeah. Two-time champ. Two-time champ. <laughs> Uh, and we're going to talk about a few different things, BJJ community and, and a couple other things, some pro wrestling. Yeah. You want to get into this, Anu? Yeah, let's dive in. So last night, the jiu-jitsu community lost one of its best, Leandro Lowe, who I think was an eight-time world champion. He was young. He was just like 34 years old. And yeah, he was shot in the head last night in Brazil. Um, so apparently, as how the story goes... <clears throat> he was at a nightclub with five of his friends. Uh, they were at a table. I think in like a lot of nightclubs, you get bottles and the bottles are quite expensive. And some guy came and tried to take one of the bottles off of the table. So as it goes, as Leandro stopped him. And then he, they said, he, he, Leandro brought him to the ground and held him there. And then they got the bottle back. And then as he got up and let him go, the guy pulls out a gun and shoots Leandro right in the head. And not only that, apparently he kicked him a couple times, too, after he shot him in the head. And then he fled the scene. I heard this guy was a cop, too. Yes, he was a cop in like the state police. And for those of you that don't know, Brazil is not the safest place in the world. And so the police there have to deal with like a ton of crime. But they also have become a criminal like organization in some ways, too, where there's corruption with power. And so... They don't get in trouble that often. And apparently that cop also does jujitsu. And so some people are wondering, like, did he antagonize him? Like, did he know who Leandro was and tried to take his bottle and create a scene? Maybe. Or he's just Brazilian and you either play soccer or do jujitsu. Yeah, I think that's more of a fair statement. I mean, that's also a big, you know, escalation from trying to step to somebody and then shooting them in the head. (laughs) That's that's not a very fair fight. Yeah. No, not at though. all. That's terrible. Nuts. Well, hopefully he gets justice because that's definitely a useless act right there. Yeah, apparently on like a lot of the online forums, people like cops don't usually get in trouble in Brazil and in many places. But this is also like a national known person. So he shot the wrong person. Mm. And I think pe- people are like speaking about this everywhere. I just saw it all in like my Instagram feed and. I personally didn't know who Leandro was. Like, I'm not so into specifically BJJ mm. and know all the characters involved. It's weird uh, that the Staten Island Jiu-Jitsu circuit doesn't have you with more knowledge. It seems like a big, <laughs> big, big fighting world. I guess, I don't know. How many people... Jiu-Jitsu is weird like that, I guess, or just martial arts. I feel like in baseball, you know baseball players before you play baseball, right? Like, I don't know that many Jiu-Jitsu I, guys. I, think, I guess I do. I don't know. I don't yeah, know everyone, do. but I know a decent amount. I definitely know Leandro Lowe. You're, Lon- you're more in the climate, though, too. I feel like San yeah. Diego's much more of a fighting town than Staten yeah. Island. Staten Island's fighting happens at 2 a.m. when you've had too much Cafe Patron <laughs> and you're feeling froggy. Yeah, that seems to be point. like probably where most fights take, take place. Oh. But this is a reminder that you never know who has a gun, right? Mm. And this guy's a world champion. And so... 
he probably had no fear in his mind. Like, oh, I'll take this guy down and I'll just get my bottle back, you know? And then you fuck with the wrong person. Not that he was fucking with him, but you never know who has, your just yeah. life could end at any moment. I don't know. The more we do this show, the more sometimes I think it's like just better to avoid all fights. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, the people that are like instigating it, like what what's going on behind their mind? Who knows? It might just been coked out and was just looking to hurt somebody that they happened to see this dude. Plus, this guy looked like a big, strong dude. So he's probably never been bullied in his past, you know? And I feel like in this moment, he felt like he was getting bullied. Maybe. Well, yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, hopefully justice is served. Yeah. And way, way to bring the climate down to the show, Anoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what, is Reddit, what does Reddit say about this? I mean, I know that's like your bible so did you go to reddit <laughs> and like see what all those geniuses had to say about this yeah so you, you source so you, what i told brian is this brian gets a lot of information but that information has to come from somewhere and all information now just comes from online anyway that's sort of dude i get my information from the real world and life experiences not some fat loser that's sitting in his mother's basement like talking about gamestop dude you get it from <laughs> you get it from your friends who or successful people and they oh. get it online too you do this like brian thinks he gets this unique information like secret stuff from the world like he's the only real person. i don't know man after this week i can't even trust anything on the jujitsu subreddits man you can't trust anything on any fucking oh. internet forum but i don't know how much more you could trust from regular people too i will Hi, happily brian. say i've never been on reddit in my entire life and i will <laughs> it, it will stay that way <laughs> so i saw a poll recently bry and this like this pissed me off so much it was a poll and it said would a purple belt today 180 pounds from like a top gym would they be able to beat up anyone in a fight pre-1993 and wow. sure enough the jujitsu forum it was like a three to one vote of like, yes. What? Okay, so are we talking about anyone not in a jujitsu fight in a normal atmosphere, just anyone in the world who's who's just a regular civilian. And because they have a purple belt in jujitsu before the world became like infatuated with fighting and obviously are a lot more skilled right. now. People mm -hmm. are into it. This is just normal guy stuff. Like, would they be able to beat anyone up? The answer is no. Yeah, I mean, would they beat easily. most people up? Of course. Because yeah. they fight as a hop. That's their hobby. Most it people weren't fight, fighting as a hobby, but and that's it said not true. Anyone. No, that's ridiculous. Statement. It's insane. Right, I mean, so you, you could put 180 Tyson or, or whoever, like Kurt Angle, like any wrestler. That's why I don't even think, even if you said in a jujitsu match, I still think I can name four dozen different wrestlers that would have still beat them on a jujitsu rule set. Of course. And isn't it fair to say at some point, Somebody with a purple belt's going to run into a boxer, you know, a collegiate yeah. athlete, anybody that's just bigger, stronger, or is also maybe skilled in fighting. So the answer is not if you didn't do jujitsu at that point, you know nothing about fighting. It's just a lot right. lower than it is today. Yeah. So, I mean, I yeah. think it's the same as far as they'll have an advantage over most people, but no, they can't beat everybody up. Yeah. I, but this I, is I don't, also I don't the same that. subreddit that also considers a jujitsu match a fight. So maybe when they say fight, they actually mean a jiu-jitsu match. I still think they're wrong regardless. So you don't think, do you think a purple belt today that is competition ready? Like, you know, somebody that actually competes. I'll say a purple like, belt world champion right now doesn't beat Dan Severn. I was going to say, no, not Dan Severn. I was going to say, like, do you think he beats like Hoist Gracie? Do you think oh he beats God, the jiu-jitsu people Severn, of the past? Dan Severn, dude. They don't make right? people like, like that no more. That yeah. guy was an absolute beast. Yeah. 
Like no chance some little puke is going in there with his <laughs> on and taking Dan Severn out. No offense, yeah, purple belts. Take me out, but you're not taking Dan Severn out. I, I don't think a purple belt world champion takes anyone out not pre-1993. Most, sure. Do I think he beats Hoist Gracie? Yeah, yeah, I think Hoist Gracie's skills in 1993 are probably akin to a purple belt now. Yeah, that's what I felt maybe. like. Maybe that's maybe. where they were going with the question because some people were like, "Oh, so do you think though. do you think a 185 guy could beat Leonidas? <laughs> like, you know, like right. somebody from Sparta? Like, I wonder how those ancient dudes would do that were just like super battle tested. Yeah, but like well, also they purposely swords. kept out wrestlers in UFC one. So yeah. like it's contentious that even Hoist was the best fighter in 1996 because Tank Abbott was a wrestler had wrestling experience and he complained. He's like, I should have been there at UFC one or the Schultz brothers or Khabib's dad. Yeah. Or Khabib's dad. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I wonder like that would be amazing to redo almost like a UFC one with. Yeah. Yeah. But how about just like a legitimately tough rancher or somebody that's just tough? Like, I'm sorry, a purple belt's not taking everybody out. Like there could be a guy that works with his hands all day. That's just literally a lot stronger and tougher. Yeah. Yeah, like dude, that, guy, that guy's going to land a punch. No doubt what's, about what's it. What's his face? What was his? John Paul, the fucking strong man from the 90s. Yep. You remember mm-hmm. that fucking guy? That was a monster. Yeah, you wouldn't beat him. No way. Listen, is part of the problem that they picked such a bad color. Like, why is it purple, man? Maybe nobody respects know. the fact it's purple. <laughs> why not make it red or something with a little moxie? Yeah, right. Yeah. Should have yeah, been purple. Come on. <laughs> Christ. I think that's what happens, though, in any community. You get, like, too good and you get too insulated in your community and then you start to nod. Echo chamber is loud, yeah. But also, you're, we're all looking at it like a fight. A lot of the new jiu-jitsu guys that are competition-ready are just amazing at, like, the leg lock game. So maybe they do catch a Ken Shamrock or, like, somebody and get him to tap. With Dude, I don't think so. I really don't. Hold. No, they got to take a punch. Yeah, but now these kids just dive at your legs anyway, and you're like grabbing. You might not even. Yeah, but why don't we just live in a realistic place where we say a purple belt back then would take out 85% of the population, and I'll agree to that. Sure. Yeah, exactly. It's not 100%. Yeah. Call it, yeah. I'm not saying it's nothing, but call yeah. it 85%. Call it even 90%. And I'll say, yeah. you know what? Yeah, probably. Probably they will. Right. Also, I'm a bigger fan. I know you guys are more into jujitsu, and I know I've heard like different opinions on what you think, you know, does better skill wise. But I'm also a bigger fan of wrestling, so I mm-hmm. just I'll always take a wrestler over jujitsu. And that's no, I usually will because, too. That's just maybe yeah. because I don't have as much experience in seeing it, and it's just not as you know, it's not as common. And then by the time you get to UFC or mixed martial arts, everybody's usually a little bit skilled in everything. Mm-hmm. So you know, the jujitsu. The games, there's not as much separation in that. I mean, there are guys that are better at it, but everyone knows enough where you're not going to see a total dominance most of the time. Dude, I feel like if, wrestling, it's just pure strength. So, you know, you'll see a guy. If a guy can't wrestle and the other guy can, you're going to notice it right away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anyone I verse that has good jujitsu, that's my strategy to beat them is just wrestle them. Yeah, it you makes know? sense. It yeah. makes sense. I mean, listen, mm-hmm. if you put yourself in a bad position and you allow their jujitsu to dictate the fight, yeah, you're not going to have a good day. Mm-hmm. that's just the bottom line and I don't know as we're saying this I'm going to light up a cigarette because I don't do jujitsu or wrestling <laughs> I'm going to fire up a dart talk about some other people being athletic I think it's a thing though too where if you do no jujitsu then the jujitsu guy beats wrestling but if you do a little bit of jujitsu the wrestler will be the jujitsu guy you need to have some 
knowledge of how to avoid the subs. If I don't do any jujitsu, and I'll abuse you. No way. <laughs> I will choke you out so fast, Brian. Like, now you can't even fit those little twigs around my neck. <laughs> break, dude. All right, Brian. One next kick time... to that shin, and it'll cripple. You're, yeah, my exactly. You said my shin because you're not yeah. doing anything above I'm, my knee. It's not I don't need to. I don't On the philosophy to. of fighting card, Anoop, you might have multiple matches, dude. I hope you're ready. Yeah. Since we're talking pro wrestler with Craig and MMA, I guess in that instance, we were thinking about what MMA fighters would have the best success in pro wrestling. And yeah, that we definitely base it on their ability to talk, how witty they are, how creative they are, how funny they might be. Well, you have to. Yeah. And and we've seen that crossover happen before both ways, both from MMA into pro wrestling and pro wrestling into MMA. Yeah. It's hard to say which way had more success because, I mean, you take a guy like CM Punk. He was terrible in MMA, but he was a great wrestler. And then you take Lesnar, who was great in both. So it could go both ways for sure. Ronda Rousey, great in MMA, not so great in WWE. Yeah, I, she she became women's champion in WWE, but yes, not a long run or anything. Yeah, not memorable. She yeah. wasn't a phenomenal. She didn't have any great gimmick, in my opinion. Yeah, well, she stole her gimmick basically. But yeah, but uh, all right. So let's get into this. Who do you think? Let's just name some people. Who do you think would be a good crossover into pro wrestling? I want a noob to start because I don't have a lot of confidence in his ability to do homework. I feel like he <laughs> wings it a lot. So I think let's put a little pressure on him, see what he came up with. He's probably Googling it right now. I'm the teacher. I give the homework. My first guy, the first guy, though, that I think would be a great wrestler, and maybe that's what he should have been anyway, I think is John Jones. Wow. I think he would be a great heel because he's such a prick. You have to not (laughs) like... You have to not like the person, I think, to be a great wrestler. Like, that's like, you know, like Joe Pesci in Goodfellas, like, you hate him so much, you just know he's a great actor because you're like, mm. fuck. And so, yeah, John Jones hit a pregnant woman with a car. Like, I feel like Vince McMahon could take that story and make it hilarious, even though it's so fucked up. So, I'm going with John Jones. Plus, he was a Greco Roman wrestler and he could do some amazing throws and suplexes. So, artistically, I think he's a good candidate. He's not the best on the mic, but he's hateable. I like that and pick. So that's, that's where a I'm good going. Pick, yeah. He's definitely got the drug addiction down. I'll give you that. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> yeah, definitely athletic. Yeah. I'll give you that. But yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he would do well. I right, pick so when, mostly heels. Like for me, it's mostly that yeah. heels. It's more fun to do heels. So when I, yeah. when I first thought of this idea, my mind went directly to Colby. I just feel oh, like yeah. Colby's so good on the mic that he would shoot great promos. Maybe, maybe listen, Craig, maybe you should watch a couple of Colby's interviews and get some <laughs> material from him because I feel like give him a mic and you'll hate that guy in a minute, but you'll also love what he's got to say. So mm. I, think he, I think he could live in that world. I think he'd be pretty entertaining. Clearly, he could wrestle. So mm. that, would be my, that would be the first guy that pops into my head. Now, I think there's an easier answer. Obviously, Connor falls under that same category, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Connor's great. So he dominates every interview he does. Any yeah. exchange with another wrestler, he would probably win. He's a witty guy. He's likable. He also has a monster fan base like Brock. Yeah. So if you bring a guy like that into there, I mean, I'm sure there's no amount of money. WWE wouldn't pay him to, to, to you know, showcase an event over there. Mm-hmm. The only downside with Connor is that his grappling experience isn't big. So I wonder what his in ring repertoire would look like but yeah on the mic yeah he's lightning 
He'd be like Shawn Michaels. He would throw super kicks and Maybe. fucking yeah. cool karate shit. Like he That's would, true. he would have the presence. Yeah, Connor's the easy one. He is pound for actually no. I think the greatest microphone person ever was Chael. Oh, I was gonna and, say this is this should have been number one. I feel like yeah, Chael. Connor got a lot from Chael. Chael oh, really dude. changed the game. And I went from hating Chael when he first fought Anderson Silva. And he would just say things like, because I think that was like one of the first fights that ever made it to like ESPN and like national coverage. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, I've never lost a fight. And I'd be like, never lost a round. Yo, you're not allowed to say that, bro. You've lost fights. Like, and I'd get so pissed. And then like the ESPN journalists don't know shit. So they'd be like, oh, OK. Like they would like placate. I'm like, yo, why is everybody allowing this? You know, and, Dude, you have to respect the scum of Chell. I do love Chell. That's an obvious answer too. Yeah, he's so good. I, I, uh, I think his so his promos were so good because like he would tell stories, and his stories were funny. That were just completely ridiculous. Like he came up with good nicknames. Mm-hmm. The way he would like even interact with crowds when they were, like they would ask him like you know questions that would pressure and like kind of put him in some like criminal <laughs> situations. He always had a way out. And by the way, Chael is a criminal. <laughs> I think he has a felony. Yeah. <laughs> he has a felony for. Um, he does. He has that hotel thing going on. He had oh, like yeah, some. Too. No, he had some real estate fraud where he actually did get yeah. convicted. And then, yeah, no, apparently he fought five guys and bullied them. Oh, he could be like the IRS. Assaulted them. Yeah. What was that guy's name again? Irwin something. Irwin Winkler. Irwin R. Scheister. Oh, Scheister. <laughs> yeah. Classic. And, and they gave it like Jewish vibes, like Irwin R. Scheister. Like. WWE is so racist in like the perfect way. It's just fucked up. Vince McMahon, he's gone. He's not at the helm no more. So that's right. Yep. We'll see what goes on. Yeah. Anyone have any other ones? I thought I thought Tuawasa would be a good one. I feel like he's a character. And Dude, he's a heavyweight. A pick. Yeah. That's a great one because he's also he's a face. I think he people would love him and root for him. And he would just be like a nice guy that fucks people up. Like I could see him. Like being... a little bit of a crossover between Stone Cold. Like he'd take his boot off, maybe grab a beer, chug it yeah. out of there, hit somebody with it. Yeah. He could be good. I'm thinking gimmick wise too. Like, cause you need a good gimmick. Yeah, yeah. You can go the other route too. Like I was also thinking of guys like Overeem, who's just like one of those big bodies, oh, like just on yeah. the juice and just smashes the hell out of everyone. You know, oh, like like a Bobby epic. Lashley or like a, a Brock, you know, just a Goliath. Juiced yeah, up that, Alistair listen, Overeem. Yeah. Juiced up Alistair Overeem was the scariest fighter yeah. looking wise in the history of the world. And his name was Demolition Man. Like, and I think there yeah. was a story that he beat up like eight to ten bouncers in Amsterdam, like in a club. Mm. And he broke both his hands beating up like eight fucking monster bouncers. Like what kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think here. you give me you give me a hundred and eighty pound jujitsu purple belt from like nineteen forty six, and he crushes <laughs> over him. <laughs> uh, Didn't over him uh, have good jujitsu? Did he? He did. Like yeah, he had, he had uh, guillotines. He had like seven or eight guillotine yeah, wins. Yeah. He was a great guillotine guy. But then he just guillotine got on the belts. horse. He got on the horse meat. Yeah. You know who I like about- too? I'm really starting to like this Patty guy too. Oh, Patty Pimblet. Really? Yeah, I like this yeah, guy. Yeah, a lot of people like him, yeah. I feel like he's a character. He'd be great for WWE, for sure. Yeah, he's on my list. He's an honorable yeah. man. Mm-hmm. They say he gains like 40 pounds and, and he fights at 155. So he's gaining like 35% of his body weight in between fights. It's awesome. It's a lot of dominoes and beers. He says yeah. he literally had gallons of soda a day. Oof. He's I'd got like bad my, teeth. 
my body hurt when he said that. All right. I also think Cowboy Cerrone. Really? Yeah. But because I heard he's a dick. So I was like reading about like some of these fighters. Mm-hmm. And Bobby Green. Apparently oh, Bobby didn't. Green for sure. He would be he, good. Bobby Green doesn't like Donald Cerrone. And apparently like there'd be these like fan fest type events. And Donald Cerrone, like when guys and girls would come to take pictures, like Donald Cerrone would like grab the girl's ass or like. Mm. And then Bobby Green would be like, dude, the, gir- the girl's boyfriend's like right there. And then and Donald Cerrone would be like, what the fuck's he going to do to me? <laughs> and, and so I think like a dick like that would be good. So what about Henry Cejudo? I think Cejudo would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Cejudo. Great wrestling pedigree and loves to talk, loves to put himself in front of a camera and cut a promo. Is he so, coming back to fight or what? I saw a yeah. bunch of his promos. I saw his podcast with that other guy. He's in, the, he's, he's in the UFC testing pool. He is eligible to fight. I love that. I'd love to see him come back. Maybe he'll get humbled, but he's a great talent, man. I don't yeah. know if there's anyone in that division that could take him out. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I think they're going to make him fight for at least like a contender for the title. See, I wanted that, the I wanted the O'Malley fight, but I don't think they're gonna do that to O'Malley. He's not ready for him. O'Malley no, Yan. They're gonna give him Peter Yan, who's yeah. They already have him lined up. A Yan. Oh, they have Yan lined up with him. Okay, which is pretty crazy too. Still, that might be even scarier. And Yan Cejudo would be a great fight too. All yes, there's so many good fights in the in the lighter divisions. Yep. amongst the top. So I times. saw he was targeting Yan too. Didn't they like bump into each other after Yan's victory? And Probably. he would. They were having like a bro fest, like, oh, I respect you, you respect me, and all that crap. <laughs> Cejudo does that with everybody, though. Cejudo finds everyone and gets himself in the situation, like part of the story. He did that with Aljo right after Aljo won, too, and Aljo was like... The- Anoop, have you thought of any tactics to take out Craig? No, I've been training more, definitely. Craig is going to be an interesting battle, because I was thinking, like, if I wasn't part of the fight... And I was analyzing the fight. I might lean towards Greg, but I also don't think, I feel like, all right, he's faster than me and he's stronger than me. And he has wrestling experience. He's faster than you too? Yeah, he's young. He's good athlete. Oh, you have yeah. no shot. How old is this kid? <laughs> yeah, and he's 27. 27. He's going to pummel you, dude. <laughs> I got to see if I can get in Craig's corner, see if I could like Bobby Heenan this. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah, you, I could walk him out. You would be Bobby Heenan. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many times if Craig likes getting punched in the face or how he feels when no one uh, likes it. I don't know if anyone likes that. Yeah, <laughs> no, it may people, fire them up in this scenario, some, but I don't yeah, think anyone some, likes it. Some people handle it differently than others. So, I mean, that's that, that's, that's the interesting thing about a fight. Like, it's not necessarily all those attributes. It's there's like an X factor that's hard to determine. So are you thinking you have this X factor? I mean, that would be the only thing I do have because right? I don't have the speed or the or the well, you have more ground or... experience than him. Yeah, I have more experience. I have more yeah. ground experience. I have more stand up experience, too, in terms of like I don't have much, but I think I've trained more than him in that. And I'm just trying to think at 27, what would have got under my skin? I'm thinking maybe you have to do a little digging, maybe find an ex-girlfriend, see if you could bring her <laughs> walk you down the ring. You got to get in this kid's head. Dang, you got to have an Brian's... advantage from somewhere. Yep. I'm thinking. I'm just trying to think. Listen, at our age, we got to dig a little deeper. We got to have a little fight IQ. That's the only advantage you have. You're saying. So maybe you got to get under his skin a bit, distract him, get in his head, make him make some mistakes. Yeah, yeah I, I prefer to just win with honor. <laughs> I don't know if you have honor either way. 
How do I honor? I don't know. I think that ship sailed years ago. Dang, we're talking about heels, and you're talking about honor. Yeah. No, I said I could be a better heel than Craig, but I not still, today. I, I still am a good guy. I think in the end, like I'd want to be the good guy. Dang. Like I love uh, when, like, so I mean, far I he's come guys. out. So far he's come out and cut a promo, challenging you, talking smack, and you've sat here and tell us how great he is. You're not the heel in this situation. <laughs> I don't think. I know. I never said I was the heel. I could be. I could be. Oh, uh, you're, you're the fan favorite now. I don't know if I'm the fan favorite either. I, I think I'm the one that uh that leaves the organization, but when he comes back, people are like, what the fuck? You know, like, it's like, all right, we're not sure who he is. Like, like Cable from X-Men. Like, is he good? Is he bad? Like, I'm not sure. Like, does he even have a chance or not? But you're going to want to tune in because it'll be interesting. Oh, you're so obscure. Cable from X-Men. Yeah, that's a bad reference. That's a... It's a, it's a reference for intelligent people. I know. I'm not sure how many people will get it. But. I think what you have Those in that common do, with Cable like, okay. is that you're irrelevant. I don't think you lean towards <laughs> heel or Cable, a fan favorite. Cable literally that, like, saved weird... the world. Cable saved the world. He's the one that was like so adamant about like getting apocalypse and like warning the people of the past. He was important. Of course, it would go over here. Eh, I don't watch superhero movies. I'm not a child. Yeah, you watch uh, wrestling. Come on. Yeah. It's all <laughs> That's right. You, you know it's not real, right? <laughs> Yo, Arturo. So was... It's real to me, damn it. Arturo, I was seeing I was watching one of your Instagram like uh, videos or whatever, uh-huh. and I thought I saw you and Rob sparring a little bit. I was kind of oh, hoping yeah, that, yeah. I was kind of saw... hoping maybe Rob landed one. That's my guy, Rob. <laughs> a little shout out to Rob. What's going on, brother? Yeah, Rob. I spar him every week. I was kind of hoping maybe he caught you with one. how's he doing he's doing all right man he's getting he's been training and boxing with me maybe like once a week twice a week every now and again over the last couple years and now he's like now we get like other new meat and rob does pretty well so i I think he's coming around he's learning a bit hands down my favorite person in san diego (laughs) it's not even a close second Uh, that's funny yeah people love rob man i saw a video of a noob sent me of adrian rolling around He's trying to recruit out here. I like it. Hey. Yeah, me and Adrian. Adrian, Adrian's so hard to choke. He's got such a thick neck and like slick head. He's like bald and just like slides. <laughs> it's so fucking good. By the way, Greg called out your brother. He said if me and Greg, me and Craig fight, then Greg wants to fight. Crazy Greg. Rothberg, shout out. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He said he, want, he wanted to fight your brother. Oh, right. physical challenge. Yeah, dude. What's up, Greg? Greg, Greg versus Rob would be awesome too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how Greg would beat my brother, but yeah, that'd be fun. You heard that, Greg? You got to start training. Yeah, dude, you got to start training. My brother knows nothing on the ground, but Greg knows nothing anywhere. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think you could take Rob down. I don't think Rob's going to the ground in that fight. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, I think Rob can take Greg. So we'll see. Who, Greg's got to train. Be, who, who are you gonna fight, Brian? Are you just calling people out? Like you just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stir the pot and instigate a bit. And I don't know if one of you hundred and sixty pound jabronis wants a piece. I mean, <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have a problem cleaning up the mess in that ring. Right. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I've been I've been giving a noop an extra hard time the last week or so regarding his Reddit lifestyle and just GameStop <laughs> and all this stuff. Like he's like addicted to Reddit. Oh, by so, the way, guys, we're sponsored by GameStop. Thank you. Ryan Cohen and the GameStop community for sponsoring this podcast. It means a lot. 
and yeah, invest in GameStop. Greatest company ever. <laughs> Power to the players. Yeah. So Did what do you guys think? A lot think? of time on Reddit. Me? Yeah. Yeah, I don't spend time on the other platforms. Right. Like nothing Facebook, nothing Instagram really. And then but Reddit, I get like a lot of different information. I prefer. Yeah. Do you see how even his voice negative. lowers when he talks about it? Because he's not confident in the source. <laughs> so he's like almost half embarrassed to like say it. Well, Reddit can be like the cretins of people, too, because it's completely anonymous. And so people yeah. feel like they're super powerful on Reddit. Yeah, uh, it, it goes with everything like else. Untouchable. Yeah. Nowadays, you give everyone a platform. Guess what? Most people shouldn't have a platform, myself included. Yeah. We're idiots. <laughs> Nobody needs to hear about what we think about anything. Just go about your business and let whoever gets paid to give an opinion, give one. You want to take it, you take it. Give everybody a platform. You get a lot of dumb stuff out there. <laughs> we just gave you a platform. Yeah, yeah. we did. <laughs> that's a mistake. It's probably a mistake. I did see that our boy at Jake Paul's fighting again. He's fighting Who's a fighting? lineage fighter. He's fighting Rockbond's son. Oh, he is. <laughs> Yeah, I thought, they can- I thought they canceled it. Did no? they? I hope yeah. not. Yeah, he wasn't making weight. Oh, that's terrible. I was actually a little excited for that fight. Yeah, me too. Me too. So he's not going back to Fury or anything like that? No opponents picked? I, I, there's like rumors, but who knows? Yeah, misses weight. Yep. Oh, that stinks. Yep. You know, they're trying, you know, to, they're trying really to get something for like November now or something. I'll be honest with you. The kid's trying to fight people. I'm not saying, you know, they're the greatest fighters, but he's trying to fight people. And, you know, this is the second time now that something like this has happened with legitimate people that box for a living. So Fury, the same thing, you know, injury, whatever they want to call it. And now Rockman, same thing. So he's trying to fight people. May not be the greatest fighters, but he's not bailing out. Which is also crazy because both of these people, it would be like their biggest payday. So why wouldn't you? People are fucking stupid. It's your biggest exposure. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe it was all set up to like, hey, we're not actually going to fight, but let people think this because we're waiting to Nate Diaz is out of his contract and then we could just set up that fight between Jake Paul and Nate Diaz. Yeah, yeah maybe. The, maybe that's the wait now. Yeah, I don't know. For the people that can't see, Anoop just put on his tinfoil hat and he's got <laughs> these theories coming. Nobody cares about Nate Diaz but you, dude. Nobody cares. Dude, guaranteed that's going to be the next fight with Jake Paul. Once Nate? Diaz is out of his contract, that has to be the fight. That would be a terrible fight for Nate Diaz. He would get destroyed by Jake Paul. I think you so think too. Jake Paul destroyed? You think you both think he gets destroyed by yes, Jake Paul? Yes, fanboy. Nate Diaz would not stand a chance against Jake Paul. Yeah. All right, I'll bet on Nate. I totally, <laughs> I totally disagree with all of you. Dang. There's a difference from a guy that boxes, and at this Nate point, boxes. Jake Paul is a boxer. Nate, no, boxes. Nate Diaz has a good boxing game in MMA. No, he's Nate not Diaz, a boxer. Nate Diaz literally spars with Andre Ward. How Nate many Diaz, how many professional boxing fights does he have? I don't know, none. But it doesn't oh, matter. So he's, but, he, but he's a boxer. Yeah, he boxes okay. with Andre Ward. Yeah, that's the way it works. Oh, so he has professional boxing fights. He's a boxer. So yeah, Paul boxes. is younger, faster, stronger, bigger. bigger. Yeah, like I, I just don't see stronger. any realm. Like, okay, yeah, it's Nate maybe has cardio. Cardio? Fight IQ? Maybe. I don't think Nate has better cardio at this point in his career. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he does. Why? He always fights five rounds. What's the age difference? Is it at least 10 years? I think so. Yeah, he doesn't. Let me me look up age difference. It might not be 10 years, but it's I'd say it's 12. (laughs) Jake Paul is 25. Yeah, I think a new picks a lot with his heart. He's not thinking about this logically. 37. 
Yeah. Yep. 12 years. So right on yep. the head. Yeah. 37. Yep. That's the prime of your life. What a shock. I didn't read one <laughs> Reddit article to make that. 37. Th- 37 is the prime. Oh, human physical condition. Oh, <laughs> I'm 37, oh, okay. man. I, I pull a hamstring tying my shoes three days a week. I'm 37 <laughs> too. And it's going to be 38 once I turn 38. That's always going to be with oh. the old man. What's the weather friend. like in fantasy land? Is it nice out today? Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> Jesus. And That's terrible. All right. So what, what kind of fights are you guys excited about coming up? There's a lot of good fights coming up. Yeah, let's go through it. I'm excited for Whitaker Vittori. Even though it's a small fight, I just love Robert Whitaker. So I'm just always going to shout out Robert Whitaker. I know. Yeah. I, I, that's a good fight. I, I'm going to the fights next week. It's Cheeto Vera versus Dom Cruz. I'm really excited for that one. Who do you think? I tell you, this Dom Cruz just doesn't go away, man. He's just. He doesn't. He's like an ultimate gatekeeper. Like, he's just still so good. And I don't even think of him as being that good, but this guy's in every fight and he's a tough win. You're not, you're not just waking up and beating that guy. Like you, you need he's to super do- tough. He's got three yeah, he's losses awesome. ever, and he's been he's around awesome. forever. But he's very he, underrated. Is that not? I mean, to the to the is. novice fan, like I think of Dominic Cruz, and I almost think more about his commentating than I do his fighting, which is right, crazy because he's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Well, he he had three ACL injuries too, so he was always off, like out of the ring in his prime, and then he always comes back and is good. If he never had those ACL injuries, he might have been That's a stud, That's a, a goat. Stud. Candidate. Yep. An all time. Uh, I mean, some people do consider him the best bantamweight of all time, like champion. Um, I will yeah. tell you one thing. I think that if you're below lightweight, and this goes for boxing, MMA, nobody mm-hmm. cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> oh, dang. I'm sorry. I don't care about a single flyweight. I don't care. Isn't Mayweather, isn't Mayweather below lightweight, though? I don't care about him either. And no, no he didn't he's... fight below weight, lightweight. No, he didn't. He even fought some middleweight. Yeah. Really? I thought he was Absolutely. Yeah, he was never I think his he was he yeah, I don't think he was lower than lightweight, Floyd. He was never lower than lightweight. You don't yeah. think that there's some truth to that statement? People generally don't care as much about the lower divisions. Ah, I'll yeah. get you. Connor, 145. <sighs> All right, fine. So there's there's yeah. one guy you're going to think of. <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell you this, boxing legitimately is not a competitive sport almost anymore because they don't have a big heavyweight division. If you if you still had heavyweights like yeah. you had in the 90s, boxing would still be tremendously popular. Yeah. Take I away mean, the big divisions and it's just not as popular. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that's true. That that's always going to be the case. But yeah. like I mean you still had guys like Prince Nassim who was drawing in everyone. He, he yeah, was, but you're talking about a gimmick. That guy had yeah. to have that guy had to be carried down to the ring for people to care. If he was just you're right. Listen, the thing comes down to this: people watch no, fights I mean, to see knockouts, right? Dude, his style was crazy too. He was awesome. He was awesome. Yeah. I'm not taking that away. But generally, people watch fights to see people get hit hard and get knocked out. I'm not saying knockouts don't happen in the lower divisions, but right. they just don't happen with the spectacular, you know, value yeah, or, of something. Or as frequently, heavy. yeah. Or as frequently, correct? Yeah. Those mm-hmm. guys end up, you know, throwing. They have wars. I mean, even Gotti was a great fighter and he, you know, they had wars. You know, you have guys, if you have a heavyweight that lands 150 punches in a fight, chances are one, one guy's not making it to the end of the fight. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. But I mean, that doesn't, that's also just like, uh, maybe you're comparing apples to oranges though. Maybe some people do like the wars as opposed to the knockout. I, I don't know. Those, those people are stupid. But I also think the, so like one championship only has the lighter weight classes but they have rules that enable more finishes. So you still see a significant amount of finishes, even though everyone there is so light. 
I can so see I, that. I do think there's a way to change that, but you are right. Yeah, and I'm not trying to listen. I'm not trying to take away from people weigh what they weigh. So it's not like yeah. if you're a smaller person, you know, you, you could just become a heavyweight. Chances are you're comfortable at a certain weight. Your body is going to stay around that weight and there's just no chance for you to be a bigger person. And there's mm-hmm. great fights there. I just don't think I think generally they're just not as exciting to the general public. Now, yeah. a hardcore fans going to love everything. Sure. Yeah. Commercial commercial wise, you're totally right. But I think like lately, I mean, Tyson Fury's changing it. But over the last 10 years, who were the most famous boxers? It was like Floyd and Pacquiao. And well, that's just I think that's more of a Can- knock on Canelo. Right. It's more, more of a knock on guys. the lack of heavyweights, though. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it may be. And listen, with MMA specifically, even though I'm saying it's not as exciting, chances are in a heavyweight fight, you're not going to have the technicality that you will in a lower fight, too. So, sure. you know, you're not going to see the the higher level of jujitsu and submissions and, you know, that part of the game that you will in a smaller weight division. So, yeah. you know, it goes both ways. But generally, I just think the public's more interested in heavyweight fights. Do you have a favorite division in MMA? For me, I feel like it's always been middleweight. I feel Mm. like you get a little bit of a balance of both. But I think when we were growing up, light heavyweight was the most stacked division. Yeah. You know, that was Chuck Liddell, Rampage. All those guys were light heavyweight. So I think light heavyweight was the easy answer back then. Maybe now it's. Yeah, it was bloated. Everybody. Yeah, it was bloated. It was bloated. I was going to say light heavyweight, too, because that is like it's not fully heavyweight. So it is a little bit more technical, but these guys are also ultra powerful and big and intimidating looking and look good on posters. I'm also a traditionalist and I'm probably wrong, but, you know, in my head, it's 1948. So, like, I like everything older. So to me, I'll, you know, I'll just think that Chuck Liddell Rampage, like, we'll never see better fighters than that, even though I'm sure technically there's a ton of better <laughs> fighters. But I'll romanticize it just, like, thinking back. I don't know if it's the time of life I, I like more, but I just think that that era of fighting was so much more entertaining to me anyway, personally. Mm. Mm. Those guys, if, if they were in their prime right now, I think they still hang. If they still had the sports science of, like, what people have now, they'd be just as good. The biggest difference between everything is like all the sports science and all the like knowledge that comes with it. Yeah, well, it's not a fair question, because are you saying they have to stay the same, but everyone else was able to advance? Or are you saying Chuck Liddell is now exposed to the same game? Yeah, that's were? what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah, saying. So, right. they're, they're exposed. Yeah. They so I think physically, good. athletic wise, they were every bit as capable as the guys are now. They just didn't, exactly they weren't exposed to that. Yeah. But even an now, it's an athlete. Even now. If Chuck Liddell was in his prime, do you really think people are taking him down? Like he still had an amazing sprawl. And yeah. do you do you think their jaws are stronger? Because he's fucking had yeah, like I don't know, you just knock everybody out. It was like magical. He didn't he did look have. like he didn't look like Jack Jacked. Obviously he was big, but something about his fist when he hit you, like it just yep, it you went surprising. Out. Yeah, surprising. I don't know. I feel like those guys could still win if they were in their prime. I mean, yeah, listen, we maybe. spoke about Dan Severin. I mean, I'll put Dan Severin up against almost anybody like yeah. present day. Monster. Like guys like that were just so strong. Yeah. Even Speaking Randy of Couture, guys like, making a comeback, you know, Luke Rockhold is versing Paula Costa in just a couple of weeks. I'm excited for that fight too. Do you think Rockhold turns back the clock? I'm rooting for Rockhold. I went from a Rockhold hater to like now, like I hope he does good because I feel like I always is that because you hate game. Costa? No. I okay. think Costa is hilarious. 
too. Okay. So I just think it's a good fight. I like seeing Costa lose, though. It just reminds me a little bit of like Johnny Bravo. Like He'll always be interesting to watch. He's like a big guy that I like when yeah. other people could beat up. And Rock, Rockhold, I think, could bring an interesting fight too, Izzy. Dang. Right. Okay, you're going a whole nother step. Okay, so I'm, I'm actually betting hard on Costa. Really? I'm yeah. on your side of the fence. I think Costa Dude, takes it. Long layoffs when you've been knocked out several times usually yeah. don't come back pretty well. Yeah. No. I don't And you're think... versing Costa, who is an absolute tank with knockout power. Who's the last person Costa fought? Vittori? And he kind of won, but it was a close fight. But Vittori's yes. got like Vittori's also very good. He's built like an ogre. Yeah, you just can't hurt him. Oh no, Vittori won a decision. It was close though, I think I heard. Yeah, it was very close. Yeah. Costa's lost to Izzy and Vittori. That's it. Yeah, and I don't like Anoop just automatically makes the leap to oh he'll beat Izzy now too. Like I never stuff from? you always you always <laughs> get this from no dude. you have no listening comprehension. This is why <laughs> I uh, hear the key words. I don't know. Dude, I pull I out the key too. words. You I pull out the key. Too. Yeah, you read the headline. I said he could if a good rook, a good Luke good. Rock hold. He could, could what if like Izzy trips and like dislocates <laughs> his shoulder? Yeah, he could win. Of course. We, we haven't it's seen anybody cut. really. Only one person is relentlessly has tried to take down Izzy, and that person succeeded. I'm not a huge Izzy guy anyway. Listen, I I mean, I love Izzy. Talent-wise, he's great, but he plays everything safe nowadays, and I get it, but yeah. I don't know. He's not that exciting. So I th I'm thinking if he doesn't change things up, he's probably going to fade out popularity-wise okay. anyway. I want to see a couple good wrestlers take on Izzy and see how Izzy reacts to them. I, I'm confident Izzy would probably beat them. I think when when pushed to the limit, his striking is just way too good. You're not getting close to Izzy. That's the reason you don't see people generally take Izzy down or try to because you can't get close to him. The he's like Anderson way. Silva. He just throws things from different angles, and he's just he's just more competent than everyone else standing up. Yeah. Middleweight though also does have the weakest wrestling. Okay, but you could also say that Whitaker. Outstanding wrestler. Yol Romero, also outstanding wrestler. Yeah, but like Yol has wrestlers. But Yol doesn't wrestle. I know. I know, but it just still, Yol doesn't wrestle. Yol, okay. I will go on record to say, is probably the person I would want to fight least in the world. Like, that guy is yeah. so scary looking. I want no <laughs> part of that guy. Yeah. He also might be 50 years old and still be the scary yeah. looking. Like, nobody knows how old he actually is. He's a freak. Yeah, they're probably afraid to ask him. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have those Cuban records. Like, everything is just it's such a freak of nature, that dude. But, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of, I think if Luke had good wrestling, and this was like the old days of, like, AKA and him training with, like, Kane and Khabib and Daniel Cormier, like, if mm. this was, like, a prime Luke Rockhold, that would be a good matchup for Izzy. Like, that would be fun to watch. Yeah, maybe, but it's not. I know, but yeah. I'm just saying. If, right. if somehow he were able to turn back time a little bit, take two, three years off. Do you think there's anybody that could take two, three years off and come back better after healing, but still training or no? Yeah, Dom Cruz did it. Yeah. And Dom Cruz. Is, yeah. So Dom Cruz did it. So there's a well, chance Luke could do it. I'm not a yeah. doctor, but in theory, if you take an injury like that and you go through rehab and you build your body up, I mean, when pitchers have Tommy John surgery, they come back stronger. So I don't know if that's just from your body just gets more resilient or whatever it is. So you are able to come back in from injuries, not only yeah. same level you are, but better in some cases. Sure. I think there's probably like a, a hunger too. like you go three years without a, you know, playing the game or a year or something. It's like now you're itching to get back to the game. So you're like going to put more effort into your training and 
so I was thinking about this a little bit lately. So over the 4th of July, I hurt my back. Like I literally, I don't know what I did. I was running around. I was playing golf one day. I didn't do anything specific where I was like, oh shit, my back. Like I woke up one day and Mm -hmm. like I had to grab onto 10 things just to get out of bed. Like it was so bad. So Mm -hmm. I tried to like fight through it for a week and I could barely move. So I had to go to PT for, I had like a torn herniated disc in my back. So it was bad. Like I couldn't even walk. I went to PT for four weeks Three times a week. Thank you. Shout out to Justin Trilling, my PT guy. Oh, nice. Okay. Little Wagner High School uh, throwback, but he helped yeah. me out. And now my back's at like 85% to where it's just light years ahead of what it was. Like, I didn't even think I would be able to get to this point. Like, I literally couldn't walk, couldn't sit, couldn't drive. And now I'm much better. But having said that, like, I'm sitting in there doing Pilates. Like, I can't imagine what these guys have to go oh, through yeah. with rehab for like sometimes years to get back to that point. Like, that's miserable. Yeah. Like, you have to really be motivated to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Because if I was a professional fighter, I would have just quit. There's no way I'm doing two years of that or a year of that. That's so hard. Maybe you're fighting for legacy. And then ultimately, you're like, yo, that's how I get paid. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's also why I don't have the heart of a champion. Like, I'm not motivated. Maybe. I would just try and get to a point where I could, like, get out of bed okay. (laughs) there's no way i'm getting back to competition level that's not happening it is pretty crazy some of the injuries these guys come back from pretty much everyone actually and listen i'm out of shape so i'm going three times a week like these guys are in there every day yeah i go for an hour three days a week and i'm crying about it these guys are probably doing pt for six seven hours five days a week yeah like that's insane to me that shows just crazy dedication yeah plus i feel like though when that's your life your friends are there doing it. Like you have a good community. Like you have like maybe people are feeding you well. You have like really good, like you said, Justin Trilling. You have like really good care. Like people taking care of you. Maybe it does go a little bit from work to like, well, this is my life, you know, and like, oh, like it's more enjoyable. I also think it's probably a lot better in MMA where it's not in your face so much. Like if you're a baseball player and you literally yeah. have to like sit in the dugout and watch your team for a year. Like that's miserable. Even yeah. a football player where you got to like show up in street clothes and watch the game every week. Like that sucks. Yeah, I agree. At least if you're fighting, like you're still doing your routine. The only thing that changes is once every three months, you don't get in a professional ring, but exactly. you're still doing everything else. So I guess exactly. you're still kind of in the atmosphere. You're just missing out on a small percentage of the times that you would go into a, and, you know, obviously fight for competition. Yeah, you go. Uh, let me get your pace. thoughts. Let me get your thoughts on a couple other fights right here. So, since I brought up Holocausta, Luke Rockhold, on that same card is Jose Aldo and Valashvili. Do you think Jose Aldo keeps pulling it off or what? I think Aldo's done. You think I Aldo's think done? I think All he's right. taken one too many hits. Love okay. Aldo. Great career. I think at some point, you know, he's probably done. If it's not this one, it'll be the next one. Okay. Anoop? Yeah, Brian's right. It'll be after the next one, except he's going to retire with the championship. Oh, shit. Way different. <laughs> I mean, it's not even worth commenting on everything this kid does. He thinks it's like a movie where you just create these magical endings. Where like, do you think they the get where do you work. think they get the ideas for movies from? Yeah, great. That happens <laughs> one time and they write a movie about it. Do they write a movie about the three thousand times people don't do that? Yeah, they sometimes you just don't watch those movies. Nobody. <laughs> but yeah, Miracle 1984. Like, oh, here US. we go. Yeah. The U.S. Olympic team beats Russia. All amateurs, college players beating the best in the world. Yeah. Cool I runnings. I bet you didn't believe in those Americans, Brian. <laughs> I, I did. Yeah, let me tell you something. Jamaica's bobsled team, 
they probably sucked every year after that. Like, give me a break, dude. Yeah, but they won once. That's all that matters. I don't think they even win. Did they win in that movie? I thought they just like qualified. I'm not even I'm not even confident they won. <laughs> I, f- I feel like they might have just qualified. And that was like a victory in its own. Yeah, exactly. That was a victory in its own. Eh, win. I don't know. Listen, I love Aldo, but fighting's a young man's game. You're going to have guys that surprise you to share stuff like that. Couture, like older guys that just, you know, you're, you're wondering where the shelf life is. But for the most part, it's a young man's game, man. Younger people are faster. They're stronger. They can take a, more of a punch. There just comes a point where you're done. I don't know if Aldo's there yet, but if he's not, it's coming soon. Yeah. This guy's been uh, in wars. I mean, yeah, he has had a long career. He's not as old as people think he is. But he's got mileage. But he's been winning, though. He he's been winning. And the only time he loses That's is to champions. He has been winning. And he yeah. only loses to people that are like champions. He's on a three-fight win streak. And who were his last two losses? His last two losses were Peter Yan and Marlon Marias. Oh, but the Marias fight was close. It was. And the loss before that was Jan. Volk. Uh, Volkanovski. Volk. So Volk yeah. was a champion. And then Peter uh, Jan. Jan was a champion. Almost. Close, yeah, close he's lost to, to Max champion. Holloway, Conor McGregor. Yeah. But his last yeah. three wins were Cheeto Vera, who's ranked, I think, five right now. Pedro Munez, who I think might be in the top 15 still. Yeah, close. And top Rob 10. Font, who's in the top 10. Like he's yeah. got wins. All right, listen, I'm not saying I'm not, you know, I'm not saying the guy's definitely going to lose and I'm rooting for him. But he's also not fighting Joe Schmo. You're saying, oh, these are champions he loses yeah. to. Everyone he's fighting is in the UFC and is a ranked fighter. Yeah. He is going to fight championship level people. I don't think he's losing a you know a, just a random guy. He's going to fight very good young fighters. So that's why I think he will eventually lose. If it's not this time, probably next time. Yeah, like how much longer lot, do you think he has? Yeah, a lot of it is matchups too. Yeah, not that long. But Aldo always said his goal was to retire at 35 with the championship. And he feels like he's on pace for that. And sometimes, like you said, most of the times it doesn't work out. But Aldo is one of the people that could be considered the goats in MMA. He's like one of the greatest martial artists ever. And he does match up pretty well with, I think, uh, so if he were to somehow get past Davashili and he were to fight Aljo, I think that could be like a pretty good match. Like Aldo so has great I, takedown defense. This is definitely, Valashvili is ranked five and I've never understood his high ranking. I mean, he's very good, Valashvili, but he hasn't versed, like his competition has not been very good. Like oh, Jose Aldo will easily be the best opponent he's ever versed. Well, listen, I'm rooting for Aldo. Hopefully yeah, he pulls I, it out. I, I, Hopefully I am he pulls too. It out. If, if you're looking at Valishvili, he's on a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven fight win streak. But I mean, it's all in the UFC too, but it's not the best. It's all mostly decisions. He's got one, one TKO, all the rest are decisions unanimous. So he's definitely like, you know, he's dominating most of these really by decisions at least. All right, so that's a fair question now. Who has more to fight for? Because this is going to make that guy's career. And for Aldo, this is going to keep his career moving. So who do you think has more to fight for? Agreed. Yeah, I I would say that too. Because if you're going to say Aldo's bringing his A game to keep this going and to, you know, get get to this goal of being champion again, that's 100% true. But what about this guy who, like you just said, he's on a seven-fight win streak. Nobody even knows half the guys he beat or they're not super familiar with them. This is also that guy's biggest opportunity of his career. Correct. So now he gets to fight Aldo. So you better believe this guy's going to be ready. Yeah. Yeah. But we could say the same thing about everybody that's ever fought like John Jones or fought for the championship, you know, like – Sure. I, I agree with you in essence, but 
most of the time it's the underdog that has more to fight for, but they don't always win. Listen, I just, I'll, let, me, let me get I'll, let me get what you think about Kamara Usman and Leon Edwards. Who's gonna win? I don't think I don't even think it's gonna be that challenging of a fight. I think I think Edwards obviously deserves the fight. You know, they did everything they can to not give him the fight, but mm, yeah. at a certain point, the guy just keeps winning. So, you know, he's earned it, but I don't think he stands much of a chance. I think Usman's just He's just too good and he's just yeah. too dominant in that division. He doesn't have a clear weakness. He's yeah. probably better than Edwards in almost every facet, if not every facet of the game. Hmm. Edwards can be had. I mean, Anoop's boyfriend almost knocked him out. Not, <laughs> not, not to say Edwards didn't dominate that fight, but, yeah. you know, Usman's going to be a whole different bag of trouble for him than Diaz was. Agreed. Yeah. Anoop, do you see that being the same thing? Yeah, but I. I'm uh, thinking it's going to be closer than I did like a month ago. So Why? I feel, I just feel like Leon is probably the most well-rounded fighter that Camaro's fighting in a while. Like we knew when Camaro was fighting Jorge that Jorge didn't have anything on the ground for him. Yeah, if he wanted to take it there, he could. When he was fighting Colby, we knew Colby didn't have necessarily knockout power. So I mean, it was a good fight, but I just feel like there's always something where Leon doesn't have anything great but he's very good at everything. And so I'm intrigued. I still would bet that Kamara wins it. Yeah, but, same. Okay. But I am, but where before I was like, oh, Kamara wins like nine out of 10 times. Now I'm like, maybe it wins like seven out of 10 times. Like, I still think he's like going to win most of the time, but I feel like maybe we are sleeping a little bit on Leon. Like he does everything so clean and technical. Mm-hmm. And I do think he has like a lot of mental strength. Like, Apparently, like his dad died when he was really young, like shot. Like he's had, he's like had a tough upbringing, and I just feel like he's he's made it. So he, he is he's, romanticizing this fight again. <laughs> Dude, this is how you this is how you sell fights, but it's true though. Dude, a lot of these people, you're not selling fights. Fight. You're picking a winner. No, <laughs> but you have to you have to understand where people come from. You don't just blindly pick like AB. You got to look at all the scenarios. If you're playing football. So are you, are you going like, to check the weather? Like the weather is going to have an impact. On I don't think it's relevant. So are you <laughs> assuming like this guy's stepping in the ring and channeling his tough upbringing? Or is he probably channeling all the work and preparation he's put in for the fight? Same as every other fighter. Everything. They're it all, all comes tough. To, it all comes That's like to people that. say, oh, quarter, this quarterback sucks. Guess what? That quarterback doesn't suck. He's in the NFL. He just sucks compared to the rest of the guys. Mm. So they're all good. They've all had tough upbringings for the most part, or they've all put in a tremendous amount of work to get where they are. They all put in the work. They all do the training. They've all had tough, tough times getting to the top. No, that's not true. You're okay. Some people don't. Some people have nice, easy upbringings and make it. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's not good. You know, like BJ Penn was a rich kid and he dominated. He was the I would assume product. most people with an easy life don't wake up and decide they want to fight every day for a living. For the most part. For the most part. But I, I would also assume Vegas has that fight at like Usman minus 450, maybe higher. Can't check right now. I would guess 200. 200. No way. Minimum 300. 220. I'm going to say 220. Leon Edwards is plus 280. Which means he's probably minus 330. Yeah. You wouldn't have the balls to bet on Leon Edwards in that fight. <laughs> I'll put 10 bucks on. But I want Kamara to win because Kamara is actually talking about going to light heavy. And I just respect that. I think that's fucking awesome. And I want to see him try to go to light heavy. He's so going to light heavy because he's got nobody else left to fight. All right. No, Usman no, no, is but- minus 360. 
Yeah, uh, right what I said. Right on the nose. No, he, he could go to middleweight to fight Izzy, but he doesn't want to fight Izzy. So he's like, I'll go to light heavy. So he's like, no, crazy. nobody's ever jumped up to fucking weight class. BJ Penn did. But nobody in like modern UFC has done that. So that would be cool to see. I hope Usman wins, but I my respect for Leon has grown. What about Cyril Gaon tied to Ivasa? Ugh, you guys love Gaon. Like, I'm just not infatuated with this guy. I he hope- is a huge favorite in that. Yeah, and I'm take I'm I'm going the other way on that one. If you want Tai Tai he's yeah. plus four oh five. Yeah, I'll be putting a hundy on that for sure. Yeah, that, that's some sick odds. Or Cyril Gon's minus five seventy five. That's so stiff. By way of knockout, also. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. That's that's definitely the bet to make. What's that's probably plus like seven fifty. Yeah, they don't give the prop bets until like close well, to the fight. Take but. take my word for it as an experienced gambler. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with I'm be. gonna go with it's probably around <laughs> plus seven fifty. Yeah. And Anoop, if you want to personally make that bet, I'm in. <laughs> now I kinda okay. at that at those odds I would take Tuivasa too. Over guy. Right. If we're talking especially, crazy especially odds, at heavyweight. If we're talking crazy odds. So I, I think Matt Sarah and GSP was still the craziest, but yeah. Hamzat and Nate. Is a close second. What is it? Hamzat's at minus twelve hundred. Yeah, I was gonna guess eleven hundred. That's, yeah. that's just a terrible fight on, on on the UFC's part. That's just so unfair to Diaz. And say what you want about Diaz, he deserves a better send off than that. And yeah. I think it's almost to the point where it's irresponsible on their part. It is. It's almost like like <laughs> how does a commission even approve of this? Like, yeah, it's such a crazy scenario that i feel like we're watching they want to hurt him they want to hurt his earning power in the future and they want to be like send a message to everybody else in the ufc all right you could leave your contract but we might make sure you get fucked up right before you leave this contract. give you the worst since we're on the topic of odds i have a few more questions and a few more picks just bear with me so makachev olivera who's the favorite and what do you think how much as a prediction who do i think the favorite is Sure, I yeah. think Oliver is definitely the underdog, and mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think that's necessarily fair. But I'd say it's probably to the degree of Oliveira, maybe plus one eighty. I okay. don't think it's tremendous. If I had to guess, Makachev is maybe minus one, maybe my, maybe minus two twenty, something like that. Okay, Anoop. Yeah, minus one ninety. I'm, I'm in the same Anoop, boat. you hit you hit the mark. It's minus one ninety. Just want to go on the record to say that I saw Anoop's eyes like type something and then like focus <laughs> in. So for for the record, Brian can never give credit and always shits on everybody. <laughs> he's part he's part of a hockey league and he comes on board and we're like, how'd the game go? He's like, I lost, but it's because my team sucked. No, <laughs> you sucked, bro. You're part of the team. You have to. I, I, I never embrace said it. they sucked. They said they didn't play as well as they should have. It's because they're listening. Yes, right. It's because they're gonna great. listen right now, and you're like, I don't want them to know. You, Brian, is always the same. Play basketball. Never a good team player. But <laughs> when I have the likes of you, I'm not gonna pass you the ball, dude. I'm better than you at every sport. Are Dang. you serious? You've never played a sport in your life. Dang. I've never. You know one thing. You know one thing I've never. You know one thing I've never done in my life. Go to physical therapy because my body <laughs> is fucking immaculate and I'm not breaking down. Dude, baseball, football, basketball. You're better than me at baseball, really. Yeah, let's go what to the cages. Planet do you live let's on? go to the let's go to the cages. Yeah, I let me ask you a question. We, well, could this, we could end this right now, Arturo. How many years of 
competitive baseball did you play in your life? <laughs> I used to go to the cages all the time. No, no, we'll no, go to no. The cages okay. right now. Oh, so so going to the goat cart place and hitting a couple slow pitch balls. Let's hit ninety baseball. Last time we went, I was hitting the eighty mile an hour fastballs, and you were. I know you've never played a single organized game of baseball or football or and, basketball and or yet any I'm sport. and yet I'm better than you. So I'm just you're like a natural. I'm the natural. I'm just fucking. There's one sport you're better than me at, and it's the least sporty sport there is in the world. What's that? Golf. I'm way uh, better than you at golf. Yeah, like way... I said, it's not a real sport. Dude, you're not better than me. <laughs> you're a last pick kind of guy. You're that Brian, guy where they're like, oh, Brian, this guy uh, Brian, around. Brian has golf and darts on me. And First foosball. Of all, crush you in darts. <laughs> and foosball. Those crush are the you in bowling. Those are the sports. Yeah, bowling. <laughs> Absolutely dominate you. Football. You used to folks. suck at football, dude. We I played tackle way football. Better. You were the last pick, dude. <laughs> no I'm one was the first pick every no. time. Come it's on, don't get too. crazy. I have to just bring this up because I thought of this recently, and you were both there for it. In football, I've only seen one. <laughs> I've only seen this happen once in my entire life. But you know the guy. I already know where this is going. Does it involve a cast? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, Separate. It involves it involves a catch made with someone's legs, and they weren't trying to catch it with their. Oh, legs. I, re- I remember this. You remember, I remember that? this? I remember this between the legs. I'm trying to think who it was, but I remember this. <laughs> It was Mick. Oh, oh it, it was, was Mick. Mick. <laughs> Mick's hands were in front of his face, and the ball just gets stuck between his legs for a catch. Like, I, oh, I shout out not... to Mick. <laughs> I thought you were referring to the time we played upstate, and Vasquez had his cast on, and that he was too. legitimately using it as a weapon, like clotheslining <laughs> people. Because Vic is a savage, dude. I love Vic. What a uh... savage. Yeah, but I knew. Come on, dude. Stick to fucking rolling around with Adrian. Let's let's do let's sports. do sports. Let's do. I can't wait for Craig to pummel you, Craig. Craig, suplex him <laughs> through the mat. Well, Craig is already superior to you because at least he will challenge somebody as opposed to sitting on the sidelines. Shit. Oh, good him. one. You got me. Jiu-jitsu I did get. I did. I did get you exactly. Verbal last jiu-jitsu. pick. Last pick. Verbal every jiu-jitsu. friggin' event. Yeah, sure. Ask Kevin Springstead. Kevin Springstead in basketball, me and him would crush you. Springstead. It doesn't. It, it doesn't matter. Regardless, he's way better at basketball than you. So. Yeah, he is. The kid played college ball. He's a great basketball player. And he would say, "I'm far superior to you in basketball." So there he's you go. An idiot. <laughs> like you said, he's a great basketball player, so it doesn't matter. Anoop, all serious, Anoop, serious question, serious question, then we'll get back on topic. Please Do you think you were serious. ever picked ahead of me in football, baseball, or basketball? And let's be serious about this. We grew up together. You yeah. were never picked before I just me told in any you, of Spring, those sports. Springstead, yeah, I'm better than you in all of those sports. I feel bad for you. I feel bad for you. Let's move on. You clearly don't live in this world. <laughs> yeah, I live in a I live in a world of athletic champions. Athletic champion. This kid will wear this, this kid plays basketball in like dress socks and dress shoes. And I still do and I and I, about, st- and I still do well and I still do well. It's amazing. By what standards? The points at the end of the game. Oh my god. Let's move on because we're clearly on a <laughs> we're on a different planet right uh, now. Let's move on. Brian's getting upset at the past. I'm not upset. Hi. All right, tell me, tell me odds, or tell me, tell me who the me favorite is. Me versus Noop, I'm minus nine thousand dollars. <laughs> tell me what the odds are between Sean O'Malley and Peter Yan. Who are you Ooh, picking? I'm picking Yan, without okay. a doubt, and I'd say that Yan's probably a fairly heavy he favorite. And I'm gonna go with like, oof, minus four 
or fifty. Yeah, he's exactly at four hundred. Oh, yeah, good um, odds for him because he should be like minus eight hundred. O'Malley's not ready for him. I'll take yeah. I'll take o, I'll take O'Malley at those odds. Definitely, of course you will. Yeah, okay, hundred <laughs> percent. I think it goes without that. saying whatever Brian's picking. So, do you think O'Malley just like keeps him away? Yeah, or like so. ends him? No, I think it's a close fight, and I think they if. If Jan can like do what he did against the first Aljo, with like incorporate some takedowns and make it fixed, mm-hmm. then I think Jan's definitely gonna win. But if if O'Malley could keep distance, O'Malley has power in those hands and he's got a height advantage and a reach advantage. He does. It's gonna be closer than we think, I think. Artie, let's just end this argument. You why don't you just give us the right answer so we can so overrule a noob. No one's ever seen Sean O'Malley get wrestled. And Peter Jan has some of the best wrestling in the division, coincidentally. So I think we might see that if O'Malley can't put him away early, which we've seen Jan to be really durable, that mm-hmm. Jan will just smother him. Yeah, I don't even think it's that close a fight. I mean, I like O'Malley. I love I just, O'Malley. At a yeah. certain point, you have to you have to throw somebody big like this in front of him, but I'm just not quite sure if he's ready for it. I would have liked to see him maybe have another match, fight or two. I would have liked to see him maybe have another fight or two and then go to this level. But I think I think Jan's just a level above him right now. It's a tough division because like the grapplers, like even TJ Dillashaw and Aljamain Sterling, which is also on the same card, those are both rough matchups for O'Malley too. Like they're like the top guys are really good wrestlers. That's a good fight too. I like Dillashaw. It's a good fight. Yeah. Uh, Dillashaw is the underdog, so you might want to put money on him. I might just do that. I knew. Who do you like in that fight? I'm rooting for Aljo. I hate Dillashaw. Yeah, figures. <laughs> Definitely. I'm hammering Dillashaw at this point. Dillashaw is just like a steroid. And then this is also on the same card. This card is stacked, by the way. Sean Brady versus Bilal Muhammad. I'm going with Muhammad there. Muhammad's yeah. plus 110. It's close. Yeah, me too, Muhammad. Oh, shit. I'm ch- I like to change my pick to Brady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Guy couldn't pick right. his nose, let alone a winner. <laughs> Look, I'm in his head. Craig, take some notes, Craig. You need me in your corner. Yeah, I think so. Craig will take it. Me I got you, world. brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to end off with? Anything else that wants to be said? What's the next Derek Lewis fight? Does he have a fight scheduled? Well, he just, he just lost. lost. He just lost. I'm actually kind of tired of seeing that guy. That's why. Kind of oh, hoping, kind of. I don't get tired of hearing him though, man. That guy's always funny. Yeah, he's funny. He's entertaining. Yeah, people think he could be a pro wrestler just because of how entertaining he is that way. Like he doesn't even mean to be. He was a thought of mine, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, he could. He could. He could throw out some funny one-liners, but I he don't can. know. I don't know how long he could hold it for. Yeah. Anoop, I'll, I'll formally challenge you to any one of those sports. I'm so fired up about this right now. <laughs> All right, let's go to the batting cages. Focus on the bat. That's where his arena is. Let's go to the batting cages, dude. That's not baseball, man. So where, where, what do you want to do? Where do you want to play baseball? I don't know. Oh, I would, it's hard for me to judge because you know. So at least I gave sports. you fucking an right. option, That's as opposed to like oh, batting cages. Yeah, even let's go throw to, the hit. ball. I could definitely throw a ball fi- farther than you, and I could definitely hit a faster ball than you. Definitely. In the batting cages, you're too slow. You have no fast too slow. anymore. Too no, <laughs> slow. Played baseball for 20 years. You played for zero. And you're not good anymore. That's horrible. That says something about your current status. Let's go to the cages, like I said. Or let's play football. Or let's play basketball. We'll play horse. Any sport. This is See, this is the problem, Marty. This is what he considers sports. Batting cages and horse. 
All right, yeah. let's play one. Let's play one on one. I'm giving you something to give you a chance. One on one, you would never win. Give me a chance. You couldn't shoot. You weren't even allowed to shoot. No, I was just a good team player. I would pass. Passing is part of the game. It was more about my team winning. Well, I would one never one, pass the ball. Passing. You did. Yeah. <laughs> a noob could be right under the basket. I probably wouldn't pass to him. And that's why you'd lose. That's the problem. You would instead drive the lane when three people smothered you, and then you'd be you like, really foul. Play. You can't play one-on-one football. You can't play one-on-one baseball. You can play one-on-one exactly. basketball, I guess, but that's about so it. I'm, tr- I'm trying to give you scenarios. You can play one-on-one golf. I played a noob recently in pool basketball. I fucking dominated him. <laughs> no place to go. You want pool to talk about basketball. Mus- pool basketball. Smothered him. Why don't you tell the story of that? Uh, Smothered Yo, him. Let's go watch some pool basketball on TV. Dude, like, that's you couldn't, a legit even, you couldn't sport. get close to the rim. I smothered you. Man- <laughs> Artie manhandled him. I fight on land. What is you know this? What? Be a, Craig, don't be a Craig, sailor. You, you know what I mean? Like, my number. Right, I will tell you exactly how to beat this puke. <laughs> Call me up. I know all his weaknesses. Yes, Craig. Please, Craig, please take his. Yeah, go. Please take his advice. I'm Craig's corner that day. If this ever happens, I'm, I'm definitely his corner, man. Um, ma- uh, imagine that. Go corner him, bro. I'm gonna corner him. Good. I'd love it. I get, I get two victories for the price of one. Like two birds. Be like Mr. Fuji. I'm gonna have some tricks up my sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> you see Brian throwing sand in your eyes. Definitely, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's happening. Marty, what's the card you're who, going who, to next? Who, who, who won in that movie though? At the end. I just move on. All right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Fairyland over here. This kid. He makes. He makes. He makes these crazy, crazy predictions. Comes out with these happy endings. It's not the real world, bro. Sure, man. <laughs> sure. Crazy predictions. What's crazy that I think? Artie, I what's win? the fight you're going to in a month, Artie? I'm go- next week. I'm going to uh, oh, next week. Cheeto Vera, Dom Cruz. Yeah, next week. They're fighting in San Diego. Yep. Oh, that's nice. I'm surprised you don't go to more fights in Vegas. I know. I, I really should. Yeah, I really should. Yeah. Is it super expensive UFC? I mean, it depends where you're sitting, but like, no, not usually. It's not particularly. I mean, if you're making a Vegas trip, flying out, staying at hotels, like, yeah, it adds up. But it's still a fun time. Like, I don't know. Like, I, who doesn't love Vegas? Yeah. At you this know. point in life, I don't know. Vegas <laughs> well, might be tough. Vegas, Vegas might be tough on me. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, this was fun. Make sure, make sure you tell Rob I said hello. Yeah, we will do, man. He's usually listening. Good. Rob, sure. big shout out, Rob. I'll be in your corner that day too. I'll do I'll do double work. There you go, dude. In Craig's corner. Uh, Greg, I love you. It's not a thing against you, Greg. It's more of a love affair with Rob. Yeah. Big fan of Rob's. <laughs> All right, Greg. I'll just motivate Greg. Yeah. We need we need Greg back at the gym. Are oh, you gonna corner Greg now, right? Yeah, I'll help Greg, Greg out. Greg, yeah, yeah. do you have a favor? Decline <laughs> that offer, Greg. Dude, I'll help I'll I'll help I'll help everybody out. I'll tell you how I even think I'm gonna win. I try to challenge myself all the time. So oh, I can't wait for Craig. That's why I said Epic. B, B, you should watch your neck. You know, Craig too. Watch your neck. That's what I'm going watch for. My I'm neck. telling you even what I'm going for. I don't need to hide behind nothing. I right, Noop, I love you, Anoop. I got much respect for you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> At least silently rooting for you, possibly. <laughs> Very silent. Artie, are you on Artie, are you on this card? I'll have to be on it for sure. Yeah, it'll probably be me versus Oscar. I'm sure I'll get a fucking message from Oscar. Like, Yo, rematch. All right, dude. <laughs> I like that it's yeah. gonna be a fan-filled card it's gotta get a couple more fights and we're in business i know gotta yeah 
Anoop, you're lucky yeah. my back is injured, Anoop. I may just, I may have to drop like 200 pounds and get in your weight class. I would love, <laughs> if, if you dropped 150 pounds, like, let's go, definitely. I would love that. You can't touch me at this weight. <laughs> I know. I, I would feel bad for murder, you know? Like, oh, you gave him a fucking heart attack. These are all Anoop, did you or did you not get manhandled in the pool? In the pool. Last Answer time honestly. Re- last time we wrestled, though, in your front lawn, I took you down. So you're saying the Jimmy. water beat you, not Brian. Yeah, it was the, it was the environment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. You phrased that really well, Artie. Thank you. Yeah, Artie, thanks. You saved them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next thing, Brian, Brian will challenge me to roller skates. Anything where my feet are not on the ground is mm. where he where he has an opportunity. Yeah, he's got excellent footwork. You didn't know this about Anoop. <laughs> he wears dress shoes foot. 90% of the time, no matter what the climate is. We could be playing basketball. You wear dress shoes. We could be going... <laughs> To the movies, you wear dress shoes. You're not an athlete. It's nice. called it's called class, you know. And it's like fucking <laughs> class dressing up. What an idiot, dude! I played basketball. With your friends, they cried. They're like, "Oh, your elbows hurt!" Like fucking pussies. <laughs> and I was wearing <laughs> sandals. So, uh, I exactly. Do- he wears sandals to play basketball. How could you take <laughs> him seriously? And they'd call me Jesus because I fucking floated. Great footwork, Jesus. Walk on water. Oh my god, <laughs> this is ridiculous. definitely not in it though. Yeah, what happened? You walk on water, but definitely not in it. Yeah, no, still show, yeah. Still shows good footwork. Artie, in all honesty, Artie, Grace. I, I, I have a camera that's over my pool. There's probably a good good chance I could pull up some footage from this. Oh, that'd be <laughs> sick. Let's post this. This is an absolute manhandling. <laughs> like it wasn't even close. Like I felt bad for him. He was he couldn't even get close to the rim. Like this was Craig. You want to talk about suplexes? I might have suplexed him ten times. <laughs> Dominic. Pool. It was pool basketball horse. That's what it was. It was like, mm. Yeah, and what happened? <laughs> yeah, I lost. I admit. That's I right. Lost, I lost <laughs> pool basketball. <laughs> Don't even get me near a dartboard. Stand no chance. <laughs> yeah, and darts. also, me and me and a new pet of discussion today. How he stole an award from me in the fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I won the I won the math award. I was just cleaning out my office, and I found my elementary school math award. No way. And, and Brian was pissed at me in fifth oh, grade shit. where he was like, I should have won that award. And I, I said, was, you should have studied harder, Brian. I was a far <laughs> superior mathematician than I knew yeah, to well, this why? day, especially. I believe that I was suspended in the fifth grade for a little mix up. And I believe uh, that made me not eligible to receive oh, the award. You so he won by default. He won by, fo- by DQ. You got to follow the rules. Shit. Don't be so Aljo, basically. And he's Peter Yan. Don't be yeah. some thug. Yeah. Don't be some thug. Artie, basically, I was out Vandal. there playing sports every day, and Anoop was home studying in his dress shoes. <laughs> and I won. And then, then I started playing sports while you started practicing math, and then I started winning in that. I'm always one step ahead of you, B. You should have That's been like, I use the math to be better at sports. You know? <laughs> sure. I have, I have a good understanding of angles. Yeah, dweeb. there it is. You know? Proper what angles. A, awkward what angles. a dweeb. <laughs> You know, great people are often misunderstood in their time, but mm. eventually, you know, it all comes back around. God bless you, Anoop. All right, y'all. Anything else you want to touch up on? I think we're good, right? Yeah, I've everything's ins- good. I've insulted Anoop enough tonight. <laughs> yeah. uh, Brian, happy to have you on as always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure, man. Everyone loves Brian. Yeah, it was a good time. It was fun. But in all seriousness, I, w- I would like to organize some sort of a 
competition here where we at least do like uh, maybe we'll do some free throw shots we'll go to the batting cage we'll do a noobs type of athletic oh shit we won't play real golf we'll play mini golf whatever a noobs comfortable with sports decathlon here we go (laughs) let's do it sports decathlon we we could figure out how to get that done and i'll i'll tape it we could we could show all the we could show all the viewers hell yeah We'll Dang, Anoop, this could be like a really good year for you or a really bad year for you. <laughs> hey, look, if I'm getting Brian off the couch and exercising and I'm improving Craig's training, like I, I've oh, done my I've, I've done my part. You know, that's the goal. Right. Artie, and I'm in tip top shape, Artie. I'm an athlete. Already do conceding. You, OK, <laughs> do, Artie, do you see this tan, Artie? I'm out there yeah. every day. Couch, you don't get a tan from the couch, brother. And like I always <laughs> say, if you can't tone it, tan it, bro. Big, that's true. I'm that's looking a thing. good. I'm ready to go. I'm an athlete. Once you're an athlete, you're always an athlete. So you were mm. never an athlete. That's why you're late into your 30s, trying to first get into jujitsu. Had I liked jujitsu, I would have already been in it for 20 years because I was an athlete. I just went a different <laughs> way. I played. Re- I played different sports. You're you not. didn't play any. Sports. You play online so. sports. You play video games. Who can listen? Because I'm there. able to stay E-sports. in my lane at this sport. I I know where I'm at in my life, and that's the sports I play right now. I play darts. What, I bowl. What, what were I you saying about? That sh- level. What were you saying about shitty opinions earlier in this podcast? <laughs> do you, look, we'll we'll play the sports, day. We'll, we'll we'll see how it goes, and then we'll let the videotape decide. Yeah, we'll fi- we'll figure it out. We'll go to the tape. Everybody. Don't worry. We'll go to the tape. <laughs> we'll, we'll, go, we'll go to the tape. I'm re- I'm ready for all challengers. Thank God, at, Artie like brings it. some legitimacy to this podcast. <laughs> Thank God, dude. That's all hey, I have to say. You you need a nice balance of legitimacy and entertainment. You know, personality. That's fair. That's, that's, fair. That's, what, that's what I bring to the table. All right. Well. Listen, I hope the listeners enjoyed it. If anyone wants to contact me, you could you can get my number from one of these nerds. More than, <laughs> especially you, Craig. Reach out to me. I'll walk you through what you got to do, and I'll be there, there in you your go. corner whenever this fight takes place. Hell yeah! You could use a trip to San Diego. The last time I played, the last time I went to San Diego, I think we played Ring Around the Rosie with Mick and closed your door on him, and he like walked right into the glass door. You remember that the sliding door? <laughs> <laughs> we were playing Ring Around the Rosie from your living room to your balcony. Don't ask me how we were playing that. I feel like one time we just closed the door and that idiot didn't realize <laughs> he walked right into the I door. I do remember him walking into the door, yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a good trip. <laughs> so listen, much love to you boys. I like what you're doing. I always do. I'll continue to listen. I'll probably scream at a noop while listening to my car, in my car. <laughs> I'll text you some good stuff, Artie. Uh, appreciate that, Bri. All, All right, right y'all. Thanks for joining us like always. All right, good night, everybody. <clears throat> Yo, Anoop, stay blessed. In all reality, Anoop, I don't know if we're still alive. We're off the air now. You, it you doesn't matter. Never, you never dominated me in anything. Where do you come up with this crap? <laughs> hey, guys, this is Anoop. I'm sure you've heard. I have a startup called Renta. You can visit me at renta.com, R-E-N-T-A-H.com. The idea is you could rent any type of good service or space. So you could rent uh, Arturo to teach you Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Or you could rent uh, my friend Andy to uh, set up your podcasting equipment for your next gig. Or you could rent uh, the Philosophy of Fighting podcast to uh, promote a commercial on our podcast. Or some gear, right? Like our friend Michael Shear did if you want some Wu-Tang apparel. So uh, check out Renta. It would mean a lot to me. Cheers.
Thanks for listening to the Philosophy of Fighting podcast. If you have any questions, suggestions, or if you would like to fight us, send us a DM on Instagram at philosophy underscore fighting.